Welcome back to another episode of The Gorgons Podcast. We have entered into that spooky time of the year. And if you've listened to us, you know it is an annual sorority tradition for us to do Halloween-themed episodes. We're going to be rating serial killers on a scale from 1 to 5. And here's a little trigger warning. If you have a sensitive sense of humor, you're not glorifying any of their actions. All these killers that we mentioned are very much so trash individuals who deserve the fate that they got. But for right now, we about to rate the fuck out of these hoes. Let's rewind it and take it back to the beginning. Welcome back to The Gorgons Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the most magical time of the year. And that is Halloween. Because if you haven't know, it's me, your sorority president, Bishop Mortimer, a.k.a. Brandon Wynn. Only call me that if you know me. A.k.a. Bobby Boucher. Make all the niggas gay. Okay. Also, I am the king of Halloween. Because Halloween is my jam. With me, I have my trick to my treat. My cousin. Y'all know who it is. You got your girl Jamie over here. The sorority treasure. Bitch, you need fucking <laughs> I'm sorry. hell. We're up really late, y'all, so I'm gonna be goofy. Cause you know, I don't give a damn, and if I don't give a damn, you shouldn't give a fuck. So. Bitch, I was so mad, cause I was about to say, I was hoping you were gonna say fuck. And I was like, if you don't give a damn, well, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Look, he over there amped up, y'all. It's a whole 11 o'clock here. Where we Shit. Here. Well, look, look, get your ass out in the streets now. Okay, I stay in the streets. Honey, I stay in the streets, nigga. You out here ripping around in these streets playing, huh? Shit. And then you get mad when you got to bring a baby home. Who said I'm bringing home? Okay. Brenda uh, had a baby. I'm joking. I love kids. Shout out to everybody. And, and uh, so, <laughs> so we're talking about. It's Halloween season, it cousin. It's definitely spooky. And, you know, I really love it. Calm down. Let them lips rest. <laughs> so I really love this time of the year, you guys, because it's autumn. It's just s'mores. It's hot cocoa. It's hanging with motherfuckers that you like to hang with just because it's this family season time hanging don't mean you got to clump together make yourself uncomfortable so with this particular topic what we gonna do what we gonna do because we're gonna bring it back y'all know everybody know a killer everybody knows somebody that like to lay hands these people like to lay nice some of y'all got them in your family others don't um some of them it may be you with that being said we're gonna do something that a lot of everybody does on social media judge and rate people that you don't know we're going to judge the lowest of society, serial killers. Oh, also, Trisel is not with us in this episode because she had a little medical emergency. Uh, self-care and health comes first before anything. She will definitely be back in November um, headlining a lot of the episodes. So, Trisel, get better. Soror, come back stronger than ever. Moving back to the uh, situation, we're going to be rating serial killers. <laughs> Um, who's the first one we gonna do? I think we can do Ted Bundy. Girl, why you gotta be so basic? Cause you know that nigga gonna get it with flying colors. You know, I don't know. He was no, he was very. I mean, not very. I think. Some might say he was a lady killer. Ain't that every man? <laughs> not every man. Definitely not every man. I know you. We met a couple frogs that ain't no lady killer. More like a buzz killer. <laughs> Shit. Well, look at honey. A click killer. Or something. Um, we get- a boner killer. Shit. 
But um, Ted Bundy, I think I would definitely have been one of Ted Bundy's victims because um, I just have victimhood written all over me, and also like. Like, little nigga like that who looks like a motherfucking creepy handyman. He's very traditionally handsome for, like, he's like, Ted Bundy is the epitome of a basic-looking white guy. Right. But it's just something about him. And once I saw Zac Efron play him in Extremely Evil, Shockingly Vile, that, the name for that movie was too long. Maybe because I have a thing for Zac Efron, too. On a scale from uh, one goodie bag to five, I give Ted Bundy a 5.5. He can have my candy corn. Oh, you Because he can have my candy corn. Honey, shuck that cob. Honey, not the old sale candy corn that be on the stocks. Honey, not after he's done. He's going to turn the corn in a cup. Okay, so if I had to rate him, he's not bad looking. Um, I guess it's just like if you're too good to be true. Y'all know I'm a Taurus, and I really rely on it. I'm just really skeptical of anybody. Uh, she is a Taurus with a Cancer Rising. Yes. So and a Pisces. Oh, you're a Pisces moon. I love moon pods. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> That's not <laughs> But anyway, like, okay, so back to Ted. So here's my thing. We did it like we know. Hey, Ted. first, baby. What you gonna do with my Hey, Theodore. When they all locked up and dead. Shit, you know okay. As they should be. What I'm saying with him is it's like, if he's too good to be true, me being who I am, having a criminal justice, I am going to try to find a flaw in your character because I feel as though no one human is that perfect. True. For him, if I had to scale him, not on that extra shit, I would give him off of the ones we do on a day. Um, and I'm sure they ain't going to get no better. Okay. Because the killers, they ain't going to get no better. Yeah. They yeah. trash. But, I give you him know. Because could he hit? But see, the scary thing about with Ted Bundy is like, after he hits, would you still be alive? That's a good question, because he does like strangling. Because the, pro- <laughs> <laughs> the problem is... You're going to need an uh, oxygen machine. <laughs> the problem is, you're going to be looking for flaws, and they're going to be decomposing in your backseat. <laughs> what the hell? In a little punch bug. And also, it just depends, because, you know, Ted Bundy was going home to his wife and kid. Or and his girlfriend. Kid, yeah. I thought he did have a kid. No, he didn't. And extremely evil and shockingly vile, he had a daughter. No, he was studying criminal law. Are you sure? I am sure. Because in the movie... They might have did it too. That's Hollywood. So, you, you know, they may have twisted some of that. True. So, no, but I know he had that little yellow punch bug thing where you just ride by his kid and punch each other in the arm. True. Punch bug. But anyway... He, he punched had, bitches in the throat. First of all, that's how I know you're not serious. Cause you how are you ma- going to get away in a punch bug? Because you a man in a punch bug. That's a four-cylinder. That's that's shady. That's sus. That nigga sus. I don't believe anything. I, I'm sorry. It's just... The whole thing, like a person that thinks they're smarter than everybody, then they let him be his own lawyer. So now you got him in front of all the alleged, you know, victims, re-raping them. And it's like... Shit, metaphorically, uh, yes, verbally. Then walking them through there, and he's getting gratification out of that. Now, here's my problem with that. He talking about if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> Sorry. That's what we no fucking said. It didn't. I, I just realized that was OJ. I, I, yeah, so moving on for him, looks-wise... <laughs> look you that. ain't gonna keep violating me. No, look-wise for Ted, yes, he's at the top of the top. However, um, I don't know what your mama did to you as a kid during the nurture and care, you know, care, little, little peer, little True. Thing. I don't know if she choked you, threw you down on the floor. Because the social what. hierarchy of needs that a child really met, something that. was... And you know what? I would be suspicious of you just because your last name is Bundy. Oh, well. 
buns. Like, that don't make... Something about Bundy makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know what the fuck that is, but as soon as he would have been like, hi, I'm Ted Bundy, what's going on? Well, yeah, and not only that, he thinks he's more clever than everybody, so he's up in court smiling. Motherfucker. Just, what are you, ain't nobody saying shit. Why are you smiling? Exactly. The motherfucker looking good, too. Calm down. Put, put that shit on ice. Look, okay. What is you smiling? So that is... Girl, gonna... God, God knew not to make me a juror. Because, honey, I'd have been like, honey, can I have a talk with him in the private chambers? And you'll come back. <laughs> Look, he's gonna be like this, Brandon. You go, can I ever talk to you in the, in the chamber, the private chamber, me? You go back there, he'll be like, you're not my type. And you gotta wait for uh, motherfucking uh, Jeffrey Dahmer because he like black people. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, I'll take him. DJ Jaffy Jeff. And then look at Then had a nerd to sit there from Wisconsin. No, from Milwaukee. Are we jumping to the next killer now? Well, yeah, we done talked about Ted. Get your, you get your rocks off from somebody okay. else now. Teddy Perkins. Teddy Pendergrass. No. Who? <laughs> <laughs> who fixed Jesus? Look, it had the nerve. Let's talk about it. Girl, who are we talking about next? Motherfucker Jeffrey Dahmer. From um Wisconsin. I always felt bad, Loki, for Jeffrey Dahmer's father. Because you know what's the worst when you have a, get a famous serial killer? Right. When they become so big and they uh just put infamy on your last name. Because like, even if there's a Dahmer that's not related to him, right. that's always going to be the first thing you think of when you hear a Dahmer. Yeah, you're going to look at him. Not even uh, the old show from the 90s, Dahmer and Greg. I remember that one. Okay, so, bitch. what do you feel? Um, rate him, and then what are some of your pet peeves, or what do you like about him? Um, pet peeve, he killed people. No, it's like, duh. Like, bitch, I don't pet peeve. He was a killer. Um, what do I rate him? How many candy bags do he get? I'm going to give Jeffrey Dahmer 2.5, because Jeffrey Dahmer had never done anything for me. Um, he's not my type. Um, and honestly, I'll sleep with somebody even if they're not my type, because sometimes your true love is outside of your comfort zone. But, um, and that is it, yeah. Okay, in a tub. <laughs> uh, shit, full of acid. <laughs> okay, um, it was just something about him, like, and he gives me, he didn't like black people, he fetishized them. That's a different. You were like hunted people because they were minorities, because you had a couple Chinese people in there, too, I think, yeah. or Asian. Asian. So, um, you were, you were a fetishizer and a killer. Boy, that's a double whammy. Ooh. Okay, talking about him, he was your best shot. Look. Fired away. Okay. Sorry, guys. So, now let me see. I'm going to head to the little, what's his name? Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. G-E-V. <laughs> oh, that's a J. So, okay, let's talk about him. What would I rate him? Because that motherfucker was ugly. I'm going to go ahead because, as it said, and shout out to everybody that's a Christian, all God's kids are beautiful. I'm going to give him a 1.5. Okay. Where the .5 come in? The motherfucking glass. Oh, girl. You see them glasses. Motherfucker had my You might as well just take your windows off your house then. How dare you kill somebody and you need fucking glasses? We didn't have enough. Leave us alone. And how dare you be a killer in an apartment? Right, and then... In a fucking apartment, bitch, where you got neighbors. What the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. Because this is my... This is one of my biggest issues with him. I don't even know him. But at the end of the day, I know a lot like you. What? In the sense that, you know, they always think they're so smart. Like, you want oh, somebody true. to be there. So what you want a modern-day house nigga without them talking. Exactly. That's what you did to him. And you cut off his lips. They were pretty much alive but mummy. Like, zombies. Mummified. Ugh. Like, they couldn't do anything. Like Really? 
Yeah, he used to eat their brains. Like, they were, yes. That wasn't Ed Gein? That was Jeffrey Dahmer, too. Okay. Oh, Ed Gein's just older than all of them. Yeah, he took that shit to a whole nother level. I don't know if he thought that was a motherfucking goat or a sheep. I don't know what he was doing. He could have watched people like that. And his hair. Oh. For one, you thought you was too slick. For two, you use your white privilege. For three, on top of all that, you didn't even stay inside... Well, you didn't stand in your truth. Like, if you gay, be who you are. Be who you, you are. You was the first gay serial killer that we knew of. Exactly. <laughs> like, how did that go? <laughs> when you walked by, your booty was whistling. I don't know how that go. It's, it's whistling the Michael Myers theme song. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at Donna, Donna. <laughs> exactly. It's like, boy. That is crazy. But anyway. He using Cozini knives and shit, talking about, I don't like to use the other Look ones. Look state of the cheese. What, you over there farting on him? Like, okay, what, are, what are we doing? What was your signature? The motherfucker talking about eat me out and taking it literally. That was. Oh. That was a signature move, eating people. Yeah. Cannibalism. Could you imagine you tell a? Could you imagine you fucking with a nigga and he a theory? Can you talk and he a cannibal and you tell him to eat you out and he literally does it? And it's a wrap. The first bite. I mean, first of all, I would like to know what were you fed as a kid. True, and also, what was wrong with your hair? Cause you had them thin ass bundles, and boy, you was in your thirties. Boy, how you have fucking finger waves and like he had that kind of hair that you know how a lot of white men will get their hair restored and then oh uh, they'll pump it up and it still sees. <laughs> Oh, boy, you it. And it still look like corn stock. Exactly. It look me with, look like me without this wig. No. See, that's the whole thing. And what's going on with these people? Like, it's a lot of white serial killers. It is. So, we did that one. Which the next Wisconsin legend, Ed Gein. Oh, wasn't he Illinois? I thought he was um, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, I didn't forget. Shit. Uh-huh. I know it was in the 50s, and I know... um. That's he's the inspiration behind the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course. You know, a Wisconsin killer. Mm-hmm. Um, Realtor, didn't he like get something? I know he had a farm, right? Yeah. A farm. He had a yeah. house that was out in the sticks. That's true. Um, so did Al Capone. Well, we can yeah. rate him. He was a killer. Um, Allegedly. Um, true. Shout out to the Al Capone family. Sponsor us. Um, Ed Gein, ugly as fuck. He gets a zero, bitch. But didn't he like guys? No. I know he killed a lot of women, but I don't know if he liked guys. Well, I know he liked the larger women. I know uh, all killers like anybody they can kill, so. It depends. They have a preference. Okay. Now, rapists may not. <laughs> Pick and swim. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do not mind us. Girl. Because like, I'm just saying, like, you guys can't not be No, this is me. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. This is a dark comedy episode, so be prepared. Okay. Be prepared. I knew you were going to say that, so I just said Oh, you just be doing everything. But, again, he ugly as fuck to me. Like, nigga, stay out there with them Ooh, cows and shit. he was big, shit. too. He was? Yeah, he was a bigger man. And then when he killed his, um, his victims. Made him in the lampshades. Who was it? I thought he had line. He sprinkled that powder over them and threw their ass under the crawl space. No, Kurt Edgeen was the one who inspired from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, he was making right. lampshades and stuff like that, and furniture too. Okay, wasn't that kind of like Silence of the Lamb where he was, that one? He was inspired by him too, yeah. Put the lotion in the basket. And it's like, why? To make the skin more tender? Can you imagine? I wonder. Hold on, get dry. Do you lotion the skin after you make it into a lampshade? Maybe it's a way that you can preserve it. Oh, like taxidermy? Like what they do with animals when they mount them on a wall? Oh, that shit. They be having whole do it, deers, cats. 
Okay. Like bitch, I walked into somebody's house one time. They had a carpet that was a fucking bear, and the bear was looking up at me like. Oh, that is. Have the cat just sitting there? Girl, I was like, what you got Yogi Bear on the fucking floor for? But anyway, Egging, he doesn't do nothing for me. I don't like country. Well, I do like country boys, but um, no. Edgine, too creepy. I'm all for interior design and furniture, mm -hmm. but honey. I want you to design it. I don't want you to become my furniture. Okay, so the next one. You didn't rate Ed Gein. Oh. I did. You didn't hear me? What? Exactly. P no candy but, for him. Well, I mean... He put he makes Wisconsin look bad. At least Jeffrey Dahmer was kind of young. -ish. I think Ed Gein gives me overweight, musty smell, always one for seconds when you should be heading to the back type. Nothing against that, but I'm just saying, hey... Self-care, like we said. True. It's important. Oh, let's do it. The Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Okay. Remember the one from, like, American Horror Story? I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I feel so bad for saying this. And he was a Satan worshiper. And, honey, I don't fuck with demons and I don't fuck with that shit. However, I say that to say this. Y'all know, what is the name of our most iconic episode, Jamie? Demon time, right? Okay. We would have probably been having some demon. Me and the Night Stalker would have been having some demon time. He's a 7.5 to me. Wait, hey. we said 1 to 5. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, he's a 4.5. Make sure you, you're you actually rating them off their actual looks and not the characters that play them in America Horror Story. Oh, That's never right. mind. Then uh, 2.5. Okay. Because, yeah, I was thinking about the character that played them. Because that nigga could get it. When he started levitating in the forest, Ooh. I said, boy... Hit me with your best shot. Uh, Fire uh, away. Anyway, you a real up. fine cookie and you're gonna come Who that nigga get it? Girl, that nigga, I feel like he would fuck me. Girl, my wig be like this. Oh, and that was the one breaking into... Ooh, my edges are gone, girl. <laughs> okay. Ooh, now Stop, friend. So you're telling me this is the guy that was breaking into dorm rooms? In California, and, yeah. During okay. the 80s, yeah. And, he actually had a girl that survived. The, I think the Night Killer had a lot of people that survived. Uh -huh. You know, what happened was his picture, you know, one of the people who survived drew a picture of him and it was on a magazine. And he went to a corner store, right? Uh -huh. And he ended up getting chased down by a mob of people in a community. And the community arrested him and waited for the cops to come pick him up. Okay, so if I had to, I don't particularly know what this individual looked like. Yeah, you. he's not your type. Watch when you look him up. You're going to be like, yeah. ooh. Because he looked real dirty, like... But he did come from a harsh childhood. Like, I know he had an uncle, who our cousin that was in the war, and his cousin would talk about how he went into the war just because he liked to kill the people in the, the foreign lands. Like, that motherfucker ugly as fuck. Got a very strong chin. True. Um, yeah, no. So, based off this uh, photo I got here, yeah, no. You don't need, no. I'm not even doing sympathy points. So, at the end of the day, if I don't love you, God does. So true, or my, he believed in the devil, so the devil must. Oh, that's why you look like this. True, because he walked into the courtroom with a pentagram on his hand, like whoever you worship is who you worship. But here's the thing: it's like moral of this story: leave people to fuck alone. Okay, mind the business that pay you. Okay. So yeah. the next one I want to talk about is I, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Elaine. Wernos. Yeah, from Monster. Oh, girl, uh, she gets a five to me because I. Um, she was dealt a hard hand in life, and be, being dealt a hard hand is not excuse for killing people. Let me make that clear. Here's the thing, though. You know why she gets a five for me? Because I felt like, um, something about her, 
it feels like if she was belted a better hand, I don't feel like she was a killer, killer like those mm-hmm. other men who got joy out of it. I do feel like sometime it may have gotten to her head, you yeah. know, where she may have misread the things where it's like, girl, this isn't the situation where you need to kill, and she killed anyway. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like she is definitely a product of her environment. Good example of that. So, what do you rate her? I give her a five because she deserved better. Yeah. But she was ugly as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> She does definitely look the life she lives. Now, here's my thing with her. Her truck they stop say, Trixie. They, well, they used to call them lot lizards. Really? Lot lizards. They ain't got in the parking lot waiting for the truckers to get picked up, do a little trick. How much they pay for that? How much you got? No, because I'm like, honey. Look, that's how they be. How much you got? Can you apply for that on Indeed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Boy, but yeah, so with her, I would definitely give her just a four because, you know, I mean, it's not like I'll be going nightcap with her. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I like her story. Well, I don't like it. I can understand it. Right. That, you know, I don't know if what they showed in Hollywood was factual at the when she tries to turn her life around and get a job, and they're, like, belittling her. Right. And you get a lot of Karens that do that. Oh, definitely. That belittle people because... Do that fake feminism. I'm here for women who look like me, uh-huh. but I'm not really here for the trashy women. And that's funny. Look it. Because you're there for women that like to sit at the desk and eat their snacks and the next thing you know... They and get beat on by their husband. And the wheels pop off because you ate too many snacks because you're bored. And now he's leaving you for a younger woman and you ramming a motherfucking front car into the front door. Talk about you tapping on the door. On heaven's door. Talking about who is we. However, I think she comes from a corrupt environment that's unfortunate to be thrown in another system that is broken to where she just had no, no, no hope. silver lining. So yeah, definitely for her, sad story, but unfortunately that's the way the system works. I hope in alternative reality she got a happy ending. Huh. I believe we, in alternative exactly, reality. Exactly, because what, don't feel sad for her. We the motherfuckers still here living the shit. That we still living in the same system that fucked up. Message! True. So, and it ain't doing nothing to get better. Moving on to the next one. John Wayne Gacy. He's the one who used to dress up as a clown and call the people with uh, Now, that's some creepy shit. Now, see, I don't really like... Um, and in the words of Nicki Minaj, ain't no fat nigga telling me what he ain't eating. But, okay, um, because clearly he had enough. Because, honey. And he was a family. He had a house, you know. And he was killing, like, young boys. I think he was gay. Uh, he was a fat, you know. I think, yeah, you know, in his 40s or 30, uh-huh. late 30s. Too old to be doing that shit. You're always too old to be killing people. But, um... Could I see myself? I could see it. I'm not going to lie. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. That fat motherfucker, he would probably be in my pants. I don't like clowns because my daddy was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Look it. So strike one. Look it. A motherfucker come to you as a clown and you wonder why he playing games. Well, that's a big clown. That's a big clown. Big ass Motherfucker bozo. And he would go to, uh, you know, people's parties. parties, you know, and... <laughs> metaphorically do good shit like entertain Amen. kids yeah. but then it's like you entertain kids just to bring trauma and death i don't get it like it's like the yin and yang the yeah. dark and light like what are you doing because you worked i'll give you a two i just give him a two just because you know you work in a field that truly fits you moving on the next one i want to talk about is t b k killer I want to talk about him. What's the t- what the fuck is the TBK killer? Torture them, bind them, kill them. Now, this individual, I can't remember his name, but I think that's it. That was his signature. If you look him up, an older white man, um, typical family, two kids, whatever, wife, dog, house, whatever. 
participated in church, go to work, have dinner, sleep with his wife. She go to sleep, he popping up out of the bed. And you know what I'm going to say? After midnight, what's over? Okay, bust some legs. Hospital on a pair of legs. Message! And he wasn't going to the hospital. Me. So he'll go around and he'll break into these women's house, rape them, choke them, and that was his signature move. And he wouldn't kill them? It did. Some of them, yeah. Some of them got away, some of them didn't. But only the ones that got away is because he was interrupted or something happened. So he was taunting the police officers because they, they, they had no leads. The other people was taking credit for it. He's literally typing this up at his house on a typewriter. That's how they caught him. Oh, so he got copy. Yeah, like, well, what are you doing? And why that? Why do you think that's something to brag about? Because you think you're all smarter than the cops? Everybody know the cops are stupid. True. That's no victory. What kind of fucking victory is that? Hollow. Empty as fuck, like the person I'm talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Empty like me. But, so, but that one, definitely weird. And his kids knew nothing of it. His wife knew nothing. Let me tell you something. I'm too Let nosy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Ain't no way. And I know you too nosy. Ain't no way you gonna ride up up out of this motherfucking bed. And think I ain't gonna notice? Where you going? But see, also, I have a question. Hmm. Do you think you would be able to survive a serial killer? If a serial killer attacked you? Yeah, I I think I can. Well, for one, I'm very paranoid. True. So, with me, I pay attention to everything. True. Not saying that I'm flawless. I'm not flawless. I'm human. I tell you one thing. When I pull up in that driveway outside, if it's after dark... I make sure all the windows locked up. I scan that area. And then before I get out the car, I got the first key to that door in there. And I'm still scanning it. If I'm sitting here, I don't have my back to the uh to the back of the street. I'm at an angle. And I'm looking at the other side, too. Because I need to know what's going on. You never know what people mind True. at. Girl, I, to be honest, I think I would be a victim of a, a serial killer. Because I'm too, like, ditzy when it comes to certain shit. Like, yeah. you know me, bitch. Sometimes I'll close the fucking bathroom door and be like, who the fuck is in there? Yeah, but I think it's really hard harder nowadays to kill people the shit these people got away with that shit wouldn't fly exactly because a lot of them were privileged of being before social media right because now motherfuckers will go live while they're getting killed this motherfucker's uh, trying to kill me y'all y'all see him look this motherfucker's following me home from the store which is good and technology everything everything's too advanced and i think that's it's a given it's a blessing and a curse yeah it really is because it can help you but it for people in domestic, it can hurt you. Because Are one, we beyond the era of serial killers? I mean, we know there's probably serial killers out there now, but like this, the big name serial killers. Like now I feel like we're just filled with the era of spouses killing each other and they uh-huh. get famous, you know, on that gone girl shit, yeah. you know, and like crazy spouses and kids. Or yeah. school, I think school shootings are the biggest thing composed to serial killers today, which is sad. Because right. school, shootings, the fact that that's normalized now, oh, that's scary. Yeah, and the fact that, like, you're just going to walk them to school and start shooting. Or, hell, it's even Walmart. People, I walked in there and sawed off shotguns to shoot people. Did you know a uh, conspiracy theory I heard? And I don't fuck with conspiracy theories because I'm like, oh, that shit annoys me. But, okay. Bob Ross, the one who used to paint pictures on oh, PBS. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a conspiracy where they said uh, he makes a painting called Happy Little Accidents. And he's like, you know, Bob Ross used to be in a war oh, and I stuff like that. So they said, um, how was the nigga who used to be in a war and, you know, fought that calm? So this girl on TikTok said, what if his paintings that are called Happy Little Accidents are places all his victims he killed yeah. are located? And I said, 
Don't fucking ruin Bob Ross's legacy like that. However, bitch, that would make a fucking good plot for a movie. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. Oops. It's the same thing they did with Mr. Uh, Roger. Man. They tried to say that huh? he was a sniper. He served in the military. He shoot. He was a great shot. Why would I love that and for him, though? The, the conclusion of the story is that he did, and he killed so many people, and he felt bad. So when he came back and had to live a civilian life, that he felt bad for and he wanted to give back. Why would I love so then that? Then he became Mister Rogers, and that's why he always wore long sleeves and long shirts and the sweaters because he had, he was full of tattoos on his arm. That's the myth. I don't know how factual because the show wasn't on the motherfucking movie they put out about. Okay, with Tom Hanks. But then again, this is why people telling their history. That's no. true. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, and when it comes to movies and stuff like that, or real people in real life, uh-huh. I love somebody who seem wholesome and nice and colorful and light to have a dark origin or like. Yeah. A gray area. Like, I love that because it adds more depth to him. Because being good is excellent. But when you have a little bit more of a gray area, it adds complexity. Because how did you get to be this nice? And it makes you, especially in the world we live in today, y'all. Like, what? You don't see too many just genuinely happy people. And then if you do, it's like, why are you so happy? Exactly. Are you setting me up for something? On your own drugs. Okay. Or like when somebody did something nice to you. Are you setting me up for something? Girl, I question everything. Why are you so nice to me? But that is my biggest curiosity. People that are overly nice. I know some people say, oh, it's because they may have had a hard childhood or that's just who they are. But it's like, how healthy is that person if you're always happy? True. How do you deal with your anger if you're always happy? Because happiness can be a facade. It really can. Like, have you known any killers? Oh. That's a question. Have you? Nope. I have. Um, I used to go to school with this one boy. His name was, uh, I'll just say T. He worked at a, um auto shop. I think I told you about this because yeah. his mom ended up messaging me and cussing me out. But here I am talking about it. So, um, He worked at an auto shop and his boss hired him to kill his wife because she was going to get more money in a divorce. Uh-huh. Uh, him and three other workers tied her up, kidnapped her, shot her in the head. And um, he said... He, the one I went to school with for like four years, he ended up snitching. This happened down in Louisiana. He ended up snitching. And he was like, I shot her in the head after she was already dead. So I think they're only going to give him 40 years. I mean, he'll probably get time served since he's been in there since like 2014 still. Yeah, so 20, 2050, I think he's like 50 years old if he's born in 95. Yeah, oh, that's, that's still a lot. Like half your life is over. But then you can also say half your life, you know, they say once you turn, after you turn 50, that's the second half of your life beginning. Could you be a killer and get away? Because I think everybody always thinks they can get away with it. I think I would eventually get caught. I think I could kill somebody and get away with it just because of the simple fact I'm an overthinker. So I know if I make a decision about something, trust and believe I have thought 110,000 other ways of why I shouldn't do it that way. Or mm. what could possibly come out of it, me doing that that way. And if it did, what would I do? Look, and I watch all them damn crime shows, you see? And they walk you through it. They walk so, you through the shit they did and how they got caught. So it's like, okay. Yeah, and that's a, yeah, they do. Like, if you think of forensic files, you'll watch that shit enough. It's like, they literally tell you everything and how they got caught. And it's like, yeah, but you know what should this, we give this much to the public? They can, because you gotta, you gotta understand a lot of these cases that they're revealing or sharing with the public the technology is so advanced nowadays that 
It wouldn't work. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work now. Good where point. It wouldn't work. Back in the days, it was more loose. You didn't have, you know, all these flip flones and uh, you know you didn't have all that. True. But now, please, everything got a chip in it. That's true. Including some of y'all who got the vacuum. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Here we go, bitch. Here we go. Conspiracy hour. Trash talk. But yeah, I don't think I could be a killer. Could you? I definitely could. But see, the thing is, like, I think I would be one of those killers where, like, me getting caught, I would just commit suicide. As long as I got away with it, it's okay. But as soon as the cops surround me... Can I get on your tail? Oh, motherfucker. It's, I'm driving that motherfucker off the cliff like Doman Louise. Thing. I do think we're out of the era of serial killers. Like, high-profile one like Ted Bundy, Ed Gein, Charles Manson. Ooh, Charles Manson. We forgot to rate him. Bitch, how did we forget fucking oh, Charles? Because yeah. the thing about Charles Manson, like, we all know he never really killed anybody. It was his coat that did the killing. He was a puppet master. Well, I think he did probably kill something. He did kill somebody because it doesn't matter whether you mastermind the whole plan or you did it yourself. The mastermind is just as guilty as the one stabbing him True. or committing a murder. Char Do you think Charlie? Charlie Brown. Sh Charlie Murphy. No, oh, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy, actually. You don't, but... Charles Manson. Do I think... I think I would have been in a Manson cult. I think I know I would have been in a Manson cult. You know why? Because mm -hmm. not the... Oh, I love me some Sharon Tate. Um... I just find a lot of lore, I think that's the problem. A lot of times in our generation, mm -hmm. we tend to glorify these killers and we need to glorify their victims. Their victims' voices and names are the ones who need to yeah. be carried on. But I say this, I definitely probably would have been a vic uh, been in a Manson family cult. Just to say I did it. You know. Because I'm one of those bitches, I'm definitely a hoe for uh, trying something out. I couldn't see myself following no Manson. I've had a man in my household. So I would question everything he do. Now maybe... <laughs> If you had a female, depending on her mindset and her vibes, maybe. But no, no. Man, there are people who walking around today. I watch videos on them mm -hmm. where they were like, "Yeah, I joined the Manson family cult." Uh, but they always be like, "It was before the killings, so bitch." Please, you're just trying to help your conscience. Yeah, you got dismantled, but you would join while the killings was going on. But he didn't pick you to be in the inner circle. Period, bitch. So. It's a really good discussion. This I was a good episode. It had a good flow to it. We stuck to the point. We got we had a little bit of side tangents, but they all rolled in together to one good cohesive tale. We're yeah. back. We're back at it. New episodes. Oh, also, I want to talk, because this is going to be the first episode we're probably going to put yeah. out next week. Um, I want to tell you guys, so starting in maybe November or December, I want to say, we're going to be start doing bi-weekly. That means we're going to do two episodes a month. We'll put one up the first week of the month, right? Uh -huh. And then the second week, it'll give you guys a time to catch up on that first episode uh -huh. and then so forth. So we're going to start trying to be bi-weekly and giving you episodes more of a maybe a bigger quality. But yeah, that, and then if you have a little itchy that you need to fix it, we'll do many you episodes. can always go on Instagram or, you know... We do little nice quotes. We do stuff like that. So you can always look us up. Our YouTube. We'll start doing yep. more YouTube because, honey, um, not only for y'all, but we realize in like 10 years, these will be memories for us too. Yeah, so especially with the holidays, you guys, expect it to be bi-weekly for sure because, you know, everybody wants to spend time. We have other things going on, other engagements. True. But you can look on. We do do stuff for the holiday. So, and a lot of times we record, you know what I'm saying? You know, the members doing stuff around the house, setting up for anything. We do. True. So, say, for example, since it's bi-weekly, you get two episodes a month. On a week we don't edit, it'll probably be a new YouTube video or something yeah. on our Instagram and stuff like that. We're always going to be active. Two episodes don't mean we're not going to be active. And we'll do many episodes in between. If we have something uh -huh. like Jamie's like, oh, bitch, I really want to talk about this. We'll put out many 15-minute episodes and stuff yeah. like that to keep your attention. Yeah, so we expect 
you know, to see you guys there to have the same energy, the same outspoken diva energy that sorority members have. You know? And, and expect more episodes of just quality and, you know. It's not about how much you can do. It's the quality within it. So if you have something good that people can relate to, it's worth the wait. Just like finding a man. Just because you got a whole bunch of men out here, you're going to snatch first when you come across. Period. So with that being said, yeah. welcome to Halloween season. Happy Halloween. Trick or treat. Yep. Enjoy your, your holiday. Remember, keep your sanitizer. Check your candy. Oh, yes. Yeah, check your candy. You know, and... Most importantly, sanitize your candy too after you get it. Most importantly, take care of yourself and take care of your family. You're no good to your family if you're no good to yourself. Uh, quote of the day. If you made it to this, you're a real one. Um, rate us. Give us five stars. Uh, leave us feedback. And we will see you guys next time for another spooky episode. Bye, guys.